The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Everybody, welcome to the Fix Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. If you're listening to the podcast, it is Wednesday, May 25th. If you're watching on YouTube, we surprise you by going early on Tuesday, May 24th. We're going to do some AFC North Wind Turtles and joining me to talk about the AFC North. Of course, the only man capable of still speaking about the AFC North because the Pittsburgh Steelers have drifted off into irrelevance. John Breach, what's up, buddy? You know, Brinson, when I heard we were talking about AFC North over-unders, I knew you had to call me because, quite frankly, it's not just the fact that Wilson cheers for a horrible team. You're also the biggest Bengals hater on the planet, so we had to, like, even all of this out, and that's where we are now. I I don't think I'm a Bengals. I like the Bengals. I just like to point out. Evo, do you have all 47 clips from the past (laughs) four weeks of Brinson pointing out that the Bengals lost the Super Bowl? Debo, I need to make him. I'm not sure that makes, me a, sure that makes me a Bengals hater so much as a someone who is just pointing out a factual piece of information that the Bengals did in fact lose the Super Bowl. I think you're anti-breach. I think you don't want to hear me gloat. I don't want. Yeah, I don't know if I want you to have a Super Bowl. I mean, I kind of <laughs> want. I didn't want you to have that Super Bowl. I wouldn't mind not against you your Hall of Fame quarterback. Ball. Right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't mind if you did have a Super. Yeah, just Matthew Stafford. That's. I needed that one, buddy. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we're going to start with the Bengals because they have the highest win total tied with the Ravens, actually, and the Browns. Oh, interesting. The uh, the AFC North is all sort of knotted up in terms of uh, expectations for the win totals for those teams. But we will start with the Bengals out of respect for you, Breach. Uh, they have an over-under of nine and a half. The over is minus 110. Uh, they c- kind of quietly only went 10 and 7 last year. You know, I mean, it's, it's we're treating it as like the Bengals – um, you know, incredible, you know, Super Bowl run, but yeah, they did only go 10 and seven. They did win the division. Of course, um, week one, the Bengals get the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, you have to kind of consider that like a pretty good starting point, I guess. I don't know. Uh, week two at the Cowboys at the Jets. They have the Dolphins. So they play the, uh, I believe they play the entire, yeah, they play the entire AFC East and, the entire NFC South. Mm, that is friendly. Very. That's about the, those are the only friendly parts of their schedule. They yeah. needed that because they, they play the, they get the at, Oh my God. They have four road games in their first six weeks of the season at Dallas, at the jets, at Baltimore, at the saints. They get the Browns on Halloween in Cleveland in prime time. Nobody knows if Deshaun Watson will be playing Panthers before the bye. And then it gets kind of gnarly after the break with the Titans, Chiefs, Bucks, and Patriots, Bills. <laughs> Man, they got to stack some wins early, don't they? All in a row. Yeah. I mean, Brinson isn't like naming off the best opponents. This, these are I'm just all- listing, the, listing the teams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know what? I've gone through the schedule, obviously, since the day it came out. I've gone through it 7,000 times. 
And I do not think they get worse than they were last year. I mean, we, we've talked about obviously what they've done this offseason, adding offensive linemen, and they've upgraded definitely on the offensive line, which was their biggest hole. Um, you know, draft picks, you don't really count so much because you don't know how much they're going to impact. Um, so I do think at worst they match last year's 10 and seven record. Mm. My current number for them is 11. So I'm taking the over. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think if you get the Steelers week, one is the best week to get the Steelers because even if Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky, whoever the starter is, if they end up being good, they're probably st- week one. You're still learning that offense. It's your first time in a regular season game. So if the Steelers are working out kinks, that's when you're doing it is week one, week two, week three. So I do like that they're getting the Steelers there. Uh, the Cowboys game could get crazy. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost. So that one could go either way. The Jets game I like having in week three. Like, look, if we know there is one team in the NFL that is not going to overlook the Jets this year, it is the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Yeah, that's right. So, like, I don't expect them to go into MetLife Stadium and fall flat on their face again. That was a game they probably should have won. So they will not be overlooking the Jets. And then, obviously, you get the Dolphins in prime time. So I will be surprised if they don't start the season 3-1. and Maybe it's 4-0. I would be – I had them at 6-3 and at the bye. Okay. I could apps let me with losses at Baltimore, at New Orleans, and at Dallas. I could see that. And, and they could look, they could win. I mean, they they took care of Baltimore last year. I think I would say seven and two. I just feel like you have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase going back to Louisiana. They are gonna be pumped. Oh, that's that a game. good that's a good point. You know, like yeah. So I, I feel like that's just going to be one of those we're we're going to put up huge numbers. Burrow and Chase are going to go off for 400 yards apiece. Um, Might so, be like an LSU home game if the Saints are terrible by then. And, you know, New Orleans is loud, but half those fans might be cheering for the Bengals because of all their LSU ties. So, yeah, I, uh, I hadn't actually didn't factor that in when I thought about that. Yes. Uh, if they go like five and four before the bye, they're in deep trouble. Yes, I agree with that. I always think you have to be six and three at worst case to hit this over on the win total because yeah. it's, it's you come out of the bye and you're at Pittsburgh, at Tennessee, home against KC, home against Cleveland, at Tampa Bay, at New England, home against Buffalo, home against Baltimore. I mean, even if the Bengals are a really good football team, and it's possible that they are. Like, what's the best case scenario out of the bye in those eight games? Well, I would say the best case scenario is the Steelers end up being an average team. So mm-hmm. not great. That feels winnable. The Titans end up being an average team. Uh, you know, yes, they went 12 and five, but it feels like Ryan Tannehill has been slightly regressing every year. He's not going to have A.J. Brown to throw to. And Derrick Henry. plot twist for you trying to pipe up the Bengals win to well, now after ripping me for, for crushing the Titans. But the you have Derrick Henry. He's not also going to have, you know, some of his I mean, pressure. I think, best, I think best case you're splitting those games. Like, I don't think you're going 2-0 and on the road against Pittsburgh and Tennessee. I don't know. I just, coming out of the bye, two road games isn't. I think best case, I look at the groups and groups of fours and the games. Well, I did one with 16 games. I'm have to switch that strategy. But I feel like the best case scenario for them is three and one out of the bye, and worst case is one and three. And then yeah. at Steelers, at Titans, Chiefs, Browns. four and four is so four. Like you're thinking four and four is probably a reasonable expectation after the bye for the front eight games. And then you never know what the last game because 
the Ravens could be out of it. The Bengals could be out of it. One of them could have yeah. clinched a, a wild card berth. Uh, you don't know how much they have to play for at that point. Um, so, in other words, like you basically have them slightly sneaking over. Yes. Yeah. I think it's 10, but probably 11. Would you bet on the over? Yes. You I have not that. yet, but I with incredible conviction. Well, I was thinking about it. I don't, <laughs> well, I, I don't like yes. betting on the Bengals. I don't like betting on the Bengals. Uh, you know, like the, the first sure. rule of gambling is don't root, don't bet on the team you cheer for. That's not the first rule of gambling. Oh, it's my first rule of gambling. Okay. Because then you don't want to be mad at the team for losing money. You know, like it's just, it adds, you're already defeated because they lost. You don't want to pile on top of that by losing money, too. Yeah, that's why you bet against the Bengals. I mean, you could do that and then you're happy either way, but that's I don't great, like that. Your friends, you say basketball. Worst team, worst team against the spread in like 30 years. It's <laughs> making cash. Listen to Brinson's sad gambling rules. You should just have a podcast on that. Um, oh, I'll tell you what's sad is this freaking nerve that's just shooting pain down my leg every three seconds. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I would lean. I think the Bengals numbers is a good one. I wouldn't touch it because, like I said, if you go five and four to start and then four and four, you're a nine and uh, you're nine and eight team that's probably in the playoff hunt, but also, you know, under the nine and a half. And I don't think that's an outrageous potential like, outcome for their season. I think they probably, I think, I think like I trust Burrow enough where they probably do go over it. But if like the Saints or, I mean, they lost to the Jets last year. So it's not inconceivable they lose to New Orleans or Atlanta, you know? Right. I mean, the, the Bills lost to the Jaguars last year. It's not, I'm not to say it's a Bengals thing. It's just a... No, no, right. There's there's crazy losses every NFL season, and those yeah. are the ones that, that you have to account for. Yep. All right. The Baltimore Ravens also Ooh. have a win total of nine and a half. However, their over is juiced to 130, their 2021 record, eight and nine. Missed the playoffs. They also, like the um, like the Bengals... Have to put, get to get to play the NFC South and the AFC East, and in fact, the Baltimore Ravens will start their season by playing the entire AFC East. They get the Jets on the road in Week One, the Dolphins at home in Week Two, the Pats at on the road in Week Three, the Bills at home in Week Four, and then your Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, instead of the Cowboys, they actually get, get to play at the Giants, play the Browns, at the Buccaneers, and at the Saints before their bye. Oh my goodness, the Panthers, Jaguars, Broncos. That's a tough part of the Broncos. What are you going to do? At the Steelers, at the Bengals, home against the Falcons, home against the Steelers, at the Bengals. Yeah, at the Bengals, and to close it out after the bye. To me, this on its face looks like a pretty friendly schedule for Baltimore, a team that I think is a good value to win the division and i really like the over at nine and a half here given they went eight and nine last year with all those injuries if any other team had dealt with that many injuries i think they win five or six games the fact that the ravens got to eight wins despite all those injuries really says a lot about john harbaugh's coaching ability about what they're doing and so this does i i mean the over feels like a lock and and you hate to say that because if you bet over last year you see, you just keep seeing players go down. Lamar missed a few games. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to miss this over because of all these injuries. But assuming everyone stays healthy, not even everyone, assuming 
90% of the roster stays healthy and they're not dealing with 112 injuries like they were last year. It just, you know, I like their chances of going three and one or maybe even four and oh against the yeah. AFC because they have the bills at home. So if you come out of the gate at four and oh, all of a sudden you have a great shot of you just need six more wins. Uh, let's, let's say they even go two and two. Yeah. I mean, like you win the first two, then you lose the first two. Um, then you have. However, against the Bengals, I mean, I, like, I think that's fair to give that one to the Ravens. It's going to be a close game. Like, it, it wouldn't be surprising if the Bengals won the game at all. Like, I'm, I'm just saying because it's a home game, I'll lean towards the Bengals. I'm going to give them the Giants win, give a win against the Browns, loss to the Bucks, and a win against the Saints. So that's um, four and one plus two and two. So you're at six and three there going into your week 10 bye. I think they uh, win. And the then first. you just need four down the stretch right i think they win the first two panthers and jags coming out of the bye um i think the worst case split with the Steelers, so you're at three and then you have the falcons at home so that's 10 right there with i mean going two and two to start the season and you know giving them several losses on the back end like with like you know like actually like deshaun watson might not play this season you know like like we don't we don't know how that's all going to play out so yeah i love this this is probably one of my favorite overs yeah, and one thing I do when I look at over-unders is that I don't go, you know, like obviously you're trying to pick who they're going to be on the schedule, but I don't do that with the division games. I, I lump all the division games together, and I just try to p- predict what their the division, division record, division record. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, you're just going to, you're just going to, you're going to you break your head you trying to figure out each division game because division games can be unpredictable. Well, also like if you're, if you're, um if you're looking at the division games, and you're doing this with all the teams. You don't want to go and be like, oh, like the Ravens beat the Bengals in week five. And then you're like, but the Bengals could beat the Ravens. You know, like you. you know, right, like right. Exactly. And you'll do that more with the division teams than the non-divisional teams. And so I feel like the Ravens are, they went one and five last year, which I think was their worst divisional record under John Harbaugh. They went four and two in 2025 and one in 2019 in the division. So I feel like at worst case scenario, three and three. Three and three is, yeah. Right. And so. Boom. So if you, go, if you go, let's say this would be super conservative and say you go two and two against the AFC East, three and three in the division. Um, and now you're five and five, and then yep. you just have to go what five? I mean, I, I mean, three and one against the NFC South feels like a freebie. Yeah. Right. So then you're you eight, so. eight and six, and you got to go two and one, and your bonus three games, and you know, and that's the other thing about this schedule is that their bonus three games are much easier than the Bengals bonus three games so when you're trying to pick a division winner like for instance the Ravens get to play the Giants the Bengals play the Cowboys I'm sure most people would rather play the Giants the Ravens play the Broncos the Bengals play the Chiefs that one's a little bit more even now that Russell Wilson's there and then obviously you have uh the I don't even know who, what's the third division. Why can't I? I, I, I know we talked. Oh, you have Jacksonville. Yeah. The Ravens have Jacksonville and the Bengals have the Titans. And obviously you would That's much rather play difference. Jacksonville. So like yeah. that. So if you think the Bengals are going over, you almost feel like the Ravens are going to go over because their schedule, they just have their, their three different games are, are just slightly Ar- easier. I picked the Ravens over on his, on his show when we did win totals. Um, and I think it's a great call. Again, they had 199, 191, adjusted games lost last year by far by like 60 games the most of any team in the nfl um this to me this to me is a stone cold over all right let's take a break well real quick you mentioned all those injuries and 
look, you look at some of the games they they lost. They had a, a one-point loss to the Steelers, a two-point loss to the Browns, a one-point loss to the Packers. I think all three of those games where they went for two on the final yep. play, a one-point loss to the Rams. So literally five of those nine losses were by three points or less, which is just my – so they easily, Every, easily could have been 13 and four. Everything about that – everything about their season screams – um, positive regression. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, let's take a break, and when we come back, the Steelers and the Browns. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, excuse me. The Cleveland Browns. I apologize. The Steelers are actually have the lowest win total of any team in the division this year, which is pretty wild. The Cleveland Browns, like the uh, Bengals and the Ravens, have a nine and a half game win total. It's, I mean, we're going to say this like 15 times in the next 10 minutes, but it's almost impossible to determine what to do with the Browns win total. And I'm, I guess it's still up at nine and a half. I mean, if I would, I would take the under at nine and a half blindly because, um, you know, the expectation is that Deshaun, I think Deshaun Watson will be suspended. I think the NFL will issue some kind of suspension before the season starts because they don't want Deshaun Watson to be playing and to make it look like they just don't care about what's going on with his off-field stuff. Even if the civil lawsuits are not wrapped up, I think we can see something where they suspend him six games he can appeal if he wants, but it won't do any good. And um, they say there could be more suspensions, like a further suspension coming down the road, depending on the outcome of those lawsuits. Yeah, I mean, if you're without even looking at the games, the Browns could literally have the easiest schedule in the entire NFL, but it wouldn't matter because you're betting here on whether or not Deshaun Watson is going to be suspended. And I do think if you think his suspension is going to be for more than four games, you have to blindly bet the under. But the worry is that if it's only four games or if there's no suspension, then you have to be worried that they can hit the over. Uh, but like you, I, I just think it's going to be six or more games. I, I I will be shocked if it's less than six games. Uh, Their first four games are so easy. Right. Well, it's like the NFL threw them a softball. I know. Um, but, you know. At the Panthers with, versus the Jets versus right. Steelers at the Falcons. Like, if he's just been in four games, they could still go three and one of those games with, like, with Jacoby Brissett or the ghost of Baker Mayfield? Yeah, the ghost, exactly. The ghost of Baker Mayfield. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, with Deshaun, you probably put him at 4-0 in those games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have Deshaun 
out burning the Panthers who tried to acquire him this offseason and, and the Falcons who tried to acquire him. And then, uh, you know, taking down a division rival in prime time. Uh, yeah, it does feel like they're probably four. zero, like you just said, if Watson's out, what, there, are, they, so. what are they with percent? I, I mean, I think two and two is probably more fair. Yeah, I think. I don't think four now. Like I think three and zero feels like best case scenario. Three but then you, best case, yeah. But like one and three comes in the conversation if Brissett's out there. I don't think that would happen. But you're looking at as eh, that feels like the floor. But with Watson, two and two feels like or three and one probably feels like the floor with Watson. Yes. Uh, um, and, and the, the one next, thing we'll talk about I mean, Watson's like, it's, just, real quick. it's like it's just impossible to like like we basically have to do like five different outcomes for this team because. All right, what is it? What, the most, I mean, could he be suspended the whole year? That's not out of, out of the question. Well, and yeah, that's the thing you have to consider. If you bet the under and you hear that, you just cash your ticket now. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. so you're gambling on how long the suspension will be. And I, you have to feel strong that it's going to be longer than shorter. I think so. But I mean, again, <laughs> Again, like the, again, this is all like it is. You can't take the over right now at nine and a half, not knowing how long Deshaun Watson suspended. You could take the over at like seven, maybe. But the issue with that is that as soon as the sp- suspension comes out, the over under could change on a dime. It's, it should be off the board. It, it should be off the board right now. It, it will certainly be off the board in like as we get closer to the season or once like once something's announced, it will it will come off the board everywhere. And then we'll come back up in a different number based on his suspension. Well, and the one thing, Rusty Harden, Deshaun Watson's lawyer, said over the weekend that he expects to hear something from the NFL in late June or early July. And that doesn't necessarily mean the suspension, but that means the NFL saying, hey, we're wrapping this up. Maybe we need to talk to Deshaun again. So that becomes the timeline of finishing the investigation. And then I don't know how long it will take them to render a decision. But you saying that the decision will be made before the season, almost. I would say that's a lock. There's no yeah. way. They're going to let this linger for another season. You, you can't know, have Deshaun Watson's off-field stuff going on while he's playing football, and the Browns are going to play him, unlike the Texans. Right. Like, the like the NFL was thrown a huge bone by the Texans being just a terrible football team because it allowed them to like, not deact, not, like, not, you know, they didn't release him, they didn't trade him, they just... Had him on the active roster, but didn't play him for an entire year. It's kind of a crazy situation. Well, and imagine if he's not suspended, then then Amazon Prime, their second game ever is going to be everybody spending the entire week talking about Deshaun Watson's civil lawsuits. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't think Al Michaels and, and Kirk Herbstreit were like, "Hey guys, like you know, we're you know, Amazon gave you a billion dollars, like why don't you throw some yeah, money inside? We didn't set up for this. That's not what our billion dollars. So it yeah. just feels like." Six to eight games and maybe more. Yeah, that so we, let's just I say if he got suspended like, a year, what do that? you think the record? What do you think right. the record would be if he got suspended for a year? Um, I want to say two and two to start, and then I think you lose to the Chargers, lose to the Pats, lose at the Ravens, and oh boy, <laughs> two and six going to the bye. That's, That's a rough awesome. second set of games right there. I'll give him a win at Miami, a loss at Buffalo, loss to Tampa Bay. I'm being generous. The win at Houston. This is Deshaun suspended for a year. I mean, yeah. I, think, I think he gets swept by Cincy in Baltimore. So you're we're two at, and six going into the bye, and then you're we're at four and ten with these last three games. I mean, Saints at home. I'll say. I mean, I'll th- say two and one magically. 
six and eleven with no shot. And that's and that's hey, like that's, that's so far under realistic. I think it's realistic. What about if Deshaun suspended for the first eight games? Ooh, that's a game changer. So we, do we think two and six? Or we say three and seven? Three, three and five? Three and five. Let's be generous and say three and five. All right, three and five. Then Deshaun comes back at Miami, who also tried to trade for him. He's everybody on the schedule. Trying to See, trade. and that makes more sense based on how the schedule is structured that uh-huh. you have them suspended until the bye. It's both primetime games. And so then talk about it. Right. Primetime. And then and then he gets a week to kind of get acclimated to the season. And then boom, you're in like Miami. The second the Bengals game or the second that week eight ends, he would be his suspension would be over. And so he'd right. be able to practice with the team during the bye for two weeks. Yeah. Man, that, it does look like that when you start looking at the schedule like this, doesn't it? Like, it feels like that's what the NFL is going to do. Well, you mentioned the first four games. So it's like the schedule makers are like, all right, we've got this four cut in case he's, we have to spend, suspend him for. Now we'll give him the buy in week nine in case he's suspended for eight games. Yeah. And then it's, anything after. I feel like they probably worked at the NFL on that. Um, so uh, let's say three and five, and then they go two and two on the next four anyway. So five and seven. And then their final five games at Cincy, I think, is a loss. We'll say they split Cincy and Baltimore. So okay. they're six and eight. Six and eight. Those three. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. I think they win two. I think they win their last three with Deshaun. Yeah. I mean, even they're they nine and, that, eight, and nine and eight versus like six and 11 or seven. And that was us giving them three and five in the first eight without Deshaun. Yeah. yeah it's insane. So, in other words, I think you take the under. If you can find a Browns under nine and a half, I think you should take it. I think it's a good bet. Whereas they could go, even if he suspended four games, they could still win nine games. Right? Right. Yeah. And the other part is that uh, when you look, even though it's hard to find a Browns over under right now, the one thing you can find is the division odds. And that's the one that, I know that's what we're talking about right now, but that's the one thing where it feels like uh, the Browns are the favorites. That seems like free money for the Ravens or the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Right now is when you should be betting on the. Um, right now is when you should be betting on the Ravens to win the Ravens to win the division. Excuse me. I was trying to. I was trying to find this. Um, the win totals. I don't see them. Mm. The over unders are the division winners. The oh, here's when regular season wins. Um, man, the site is so manageable. But real quick, the uh, the division, the Browns are plus 170 to the favorites, and the Ravens and Bengals are bo- both plus 220. You literally bet both of them. and I, I'm not sure that you're losing that. I, that's what I feel like. I just feel like that's, you know, obviously you cut in your own pro- profit by betting both teams, but it feels like the Ravens or Bengals will win the division this year. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Let's get to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Are we going to call Wilson? No. Pittsburgh Steelers over under win total is seven and a half. The under juice to 125. Woo. Begging you. Of course, they brought in Mitchell Trubisky and drafted Kenny Pickett. I didn't do a very good job of breaking down the offseason additions and losses for the various teams, but you kind of know what they are. Um, we did that all offseason. Yeah. Um, 
Change the quarterback position. Ben Roethlisberger out. Juju Smith-Schuster gone too. Uh, but by and large, it's basically the quarterback spot that is the big changeover they have on their schedule. The Bengals and whoo, buddy. Man, they need to win early, huh? Can they? I don't know. I, I don't know if they're going to be any good. I don't think they're going to be any good. <sighs> All right. They open at the Bengals versus the Pats at the Browns versus the Jets. I think I would probably go two and two there. Yeah, I think they can go two and two. Yeah. I mean, especially if Watson's suspended, they're probably, I mean, favored to go two and two. Um, at Buffalo is probably a loss, although they almost won. Oh, they did win there last year in week one, didn't they? Uh, yeah. They beat the they beat, beat the Bills in week one. Um, my touchdown. Buccaneers, but, but, they, but then they lost their next three. Correct, because they started one and three. Um, just had to point that out for Wilson, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> versus the Bucks. I mean, I think you lose both of those at the Dolphins and at the Eagles. Woof, man! This looks a lot like the Browns' schedule. That's because they're very similar. I mean, what's their what? So two and two, one and three in those next four. I mean, it's tough because like you look at the Patriots game. Who do you think has a more talented defense? Um, probably the Steelers. Probably Steelers, yeah. And then, would you rather have Mitchell Trubisky or Mac Jones? Mac Jones. Yeah, see, I think they're pretty even. Oh, no, no, Mac Jones by a wide margin, I believe. See, I don't think that's a gimme, though. It's in Pittsburgh. I don't know. It's hard to predict the, the Steelers' schedule. I'm just, here's all I'm going to say about the Steelers' schedule. And we can go. I'm going to have them starting best, best case is four and four. This is going to sound crazy, but all you need if you're the Steelers, this team went to the playoffs last year, nine, seven, and one is for. Either Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky to play better than Ben Roethlisberger did last season. And Ben Roethlisberger was like a sloth doing an impression of a sloth trying to move around in the pocket. There was, you know, like Ben Roethlisberger's obviously a way. If you've ever, whatever that movie is, where the moves really slow. That's why I stopped talking. Um, have, you seen, um, have you ever seen the Saturday Night Live skit, um, Sloths? I don't think I have. Oh, Maybe man. I have. Watch it. It's so good. I'll Google it after this. Some kids can... in a funny little video about sloths. <laughs> now it's like sloths. It's like a rock video about sloths. Uh, uh, it's don't listen to it in front of your daughter. Okay, so it's not for kids. It's not for kids. No. Unlike um, the, right, so look, the one I was talking about was from Zootopia, and there's a sloth that works at the DMV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. And that. He goes as slow as you would expect a sloth working at the DMV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would have been a better line, <laughs> which you can listen to in front of your kids. That's right. All right, so let's let's give them four and four as a very generous starting point. Yes, I think three and five is more likely. Well, who but do you think the starting quarterback is going to be? I think it's going to be Trubisky. I think it's going to be Pickett. Ooh, dude, Kenny Pickett is like twenty eight years old. You can't, you can't start like wait a year. Yeah, to you just signed Trubisky to a two year deal. Yeah, Trubisky, Trubisky's getting Trubisky'd. Um, Saints at home, out of the bye. Bengals at home, at Colts, at Falcons. I don't think it's outrageous to suggest they could go three and one there, but two and two probably more likely. Out of the bye? Yeah. Yeah, two and two. So six and six, and then they finish versus Baltimore, at Carolina, versus the Raiders, at Baltimore, versus Cleveland. Six and six. So let's say they split with Baltimore. 
seven and seven. Yep. Probably beat, beat the beat Panthers. Carolina. Yep. Eight and eight seven. seven. And then Raiders and Browns at home. Like nine and um really? is, that a ten, is that a path to ten and seven? I don't think that's uh, like uh, and the, well the over over under seven and a half. I mean, if they get ten wins. I have the Steelers at nine and eight. I feel like I'm comfortable with that. Like I think they're gonna yeah. get over. Yeah, I don't mind the over. If if Kenny Pickett or Trubisky are an upgrade, and like Mike Tomlin, you know, I know it just doesn't go below five hundred. Um mm. I didn't think and that's I, the thing. I, I didn't think I was going to like that. I, seven is too short for this team. It's much too short as for for like you just said. Tomlin's never had a losing record, and that's what I was saying with Roethlisberger looking so slow last year. Is that yes? Over the course of his career, Ben Roethlisberger is a much much better quarterback, Hall of Famer than Kenny Pickett and Mitchell Trubisky. But if we're just talking about comparing those two guys to the he was a disaster last year. Yes, the 2021 version of Ben Roethlisberger, they might be an upgrade. And if they're an upgrade over a team that went 9-7-1 and with Ben Roethlisberger, why can't they get the nine ones again? No, I, I think you're right. I think, I, I think I'm on board this idea that we like the Steelers over. Didn't think I'd get there either. I just wanted us to be nice to the Steelers because Wilson's not here. He's never going to know. Yeah, I, I just, I just thought we, I thought we'd be like, oh, Steelers under is a freebie, and then you sort of actually start, um, going through the schedule. Yeah, you start going through the schedule, and you're like, oh, you know what? I do kind of like the over. If, if they can start four and four, though, at three and five, they can still get there because you just really need four wins on the back end. And like uh, we were saying with the the Bengals, you know, they play the NFC South, and that feels like a division where every AFC North team can go. Three and one it, with the Buccaneers kind of being that wild card game. And then they play the AFC East, which it feels like it's more of a toss up because who knows what the Dolphins Patriots will look like. But a every AFC North team, it feels like could go three and one there. Yeah, it does feel like if you're if you're in the AFC North, you're getting at minimum two wins out of the NFC North, NFC South, excuse me, and more than likely three wins. Like you're like you're getting the Panthers in the, if you don't if you're in the AC North and you don't beat the both the Panthers and the Falcons, then you're probably finishing last in the division. Right. All right. Definitely. That'll do it for our show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Let us know your favorite AFC North win total bet in the comments. For Breach, I'm Brinson. We will see you guys later. Later.